0: What's going on everyone? Welcome to another episode of Off The Dome Radio coming to you live from our respective bedrooms, quarantine edition. Uh, So today Tim and I kind of talk a little quarantine and COVID-19, coronavirus, all that uh, good stuff. Kind of what we've been up to, different perspectives, mindsets, disruptions that we've each had as well. Uh, So we get into that and then I talk about um, some of the books I've been reading. Uh, One is The Crossroads of Should and Must. So i have up to my reading game. Finally finished Own the Day, Own Your Life. It did happen. It's all done. Um, and my new goal now is a book a month. So I finished Crossroads. That was a quicker read book based off a blog. Very awesome, uh, insightful uh, stuff in there. And then I started 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. So I go through... So far, some of my biggest takeaways and how I'm kind of applying to my own daily routines and what I'm doing to stay busy during quarantine. So, Tim, what uh, what do you get into today?
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting time right now. This is our first episode we've done over Zoom, just you and I. Um, and you look really ugly on the screen. No, I'm just oh, kidding. I appreciate no, it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, it was it was a good it was a good episode. Um, Post body could- flow. <laughs> yeah uh just i give you a clue into like what i've been writing about recently because i've been doing a lot more writing in the quarantine uh both for work uh for my article writing and for for journaling so i just kind of give you some, some clues and insights on that um i work in the multi-family apartment industry um, in marketing so i kind of just let you know how uh, covid-19 has kind of impacted my industry a little bit and just kind of the pivots that, that i had to make running the company um and yeah just we just we just share like what our life's been like for, for a little bit and um i give you clues into what i've been uh reading and researching and watching um learning about including um, why people are influenced the way they are like why they end up making buying decisions and how you can kind of use your skills to impact people in an emotional way so we, we kind of get into some deeper discussion there um yeah, I think I know we've kind of been off a little bit with, with everything going on, but we're happy to be back here uh, giving you guys a good episode. So, uh, without further ado, enjoy the episode.
0: Yeah, I, uh, my mom sent me uh, the link to one of them, and she's like, hey, you're really going to like this one. And so I did it like, and I love the soundtrack to these things, like soundtracks in body flows and stuff like that. Just always I'm like, damn, I want that music. So that's what I did. I I finished it was like a, an hour class. And then I, uh, looked up the soundtrack. So I'm going to download that later.
1: Nice, bro. Nice, right? nice, 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 nice.
0: Cause I have like my own flow playlist and stuff, but more is like, Damn, what can I add to it? And I really like what they had. So talk about it on the podcast today. Oh yeah, we're already recording, so we're good.
1: Oh good. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, One step ahead. Yeah. And I like getting it uh, since I always work out in the morning anyways on, on normal days. Uh I like just getting it done first thing in the morning. Uh and then I can work the rest of the day and not fuck around.
1: Yeah. Oh, also our right before our interview the first interview we did this week yeah i had turned off my sound on my computer okay because i was getting emails and the sound was coming in and i had asked you a question and like you didn't reply and i just thought you could hear me but it turns out my sound had been off like like the five minutes leading up to that first interview so you could have said Dumbass. something. You could have said something to me, and I wouldn't have heard it and responded. So, here we are, guys. All the listeners, digital remember.
0: marketing, digital marketing. Tim can't figure out his yeah. sound. Didn't know he muted his own shit.
1: Yeah. Also, despicable. Equally funny story that happened to me last night. Okay, um, here we go. I was at the I was at the Kroger, and I was buying uh, Bombay and oh, a little gin action. Yeah, you know how they have those little plastic cups on top so you can't open it, so you can't steal it and open it at home?
0: Oh, you know, like where I they got to untag it at the register? Yes. Yeah,
1: yes. yeah. So I was going through the self-checkout area, and uh, the dude came up, and you could tell he was maybe a little inexperienced. He's a newer mm-hmm. employee. He like took my like, – because when you check it out, it prompts the worker to come over and check your ID to make sure you're 21. Yeah, yeah. And he yeah. checked it. And he didn't – and I went home, and I go to open up the Bombay, and the cap is still on. And I realized Um, that I had scanned it and bagged it. And, like, he didn't – and we just didn't think to, like, check it. And I get all the way home, and I couldn't have it because it was still on. (laughs) there. And it was closed by the time I got home. So I have to go back there today. I dug my receipt out of the trash to, like, make sure I still had the receipt, and I can go in and show them I bought it. Like, hey, I need you guys to (laughs) –
0: what a kick in the nuts, dude! The one in Broad Ripple, right yeah. there,
1: right by your house. Uh, no, this this is the one on eighty sixth. Uh, uh, the one by uh, the Jordan Wimes Stay, kind of the corner of eighty sixth and Westfield. Oh yeah. man! So yeah, that happened. Oof.
0: Yeah, I don't think I did. No, I did one shot with uh, Jimmy and Nah last night. They got wasted. Yeah. I
1: yeah. was
0: like in my room for hours, just making content for stuff and like the podcast and then I go out and they're tr- they're hammered <laughs>
1: <laughs> what they're did
0: you, you remember what you had a shot of yeah I was just a shot at Tito's that's the only thing I drank yesterday I'm like if, if there's like no good reason for me to drink I'm like eh, there's no good reason for me to drink
1: yeah like
0: if there's a celebration but then they're like hey let's let's all do a shot together I was like all right yeah we'll do a quarantine shot yeah tito has got to kill germs you know
1: Nice. Well I'll tell you what, i have been uh I've been sipping on like a glass of um, Bombay and like club soda while mm-hmm. I'm like not, while I'm like designing stuff on my computer. Like mm-hmm. not getting too drunk but getting at, like a good level where I can like yeah buy my all nighter playlist on Spotify and just go ham.
0: Yeah. I'll do that with wine sometimes where it's just like I have like smaller glasses, uh where it's not like an actual big wine glass because you can get <laughs> You can be halfway through a bottle before you're done with two, uh, and so I have smaller yeah, glasses, and the, yeah, and then so I'll do those, and that you can like sip super slow, which I really like. Um, I don't know, wine is just a, an easier way for me to do it, like slow roll it, and then it's like oh, little sip of wine. All right, let's create another one, little sip of wine. It's like a little reward at the end of creating some content.
1: Yeah, but it I know.
0: Yeah, one. If I have a sip of booze, though, like my workout better be done for the day because I can't do a workout after I've like even a glass of something. I don't like working out after even one glass of anything. I don't yeah, know what it is, it, but it's just it's heavy. yeah. But like mentally, I just I don't like doing anything active like that after any booze.
1: Mm-hmm. Me neither.
0: But unless it's unless like I'm playing off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there you go there you go or Unless if i'm playing like, golf you need, or, you need that or like beer baseball you know where yeah. that's part of the game yeah uh but
1: there were some kids out in my uh parking lot playing like wiffle ball baseball this morning it was actually really fun to watch it actually oh, nice. took, it literally launched me back into my childhood for about an hour watching.
0: nice football. nice yeah I, I i drove and got a got a cup of coffee i'm like I'm gonna go get coffee. If I die from getting coffee, God needed me more than anyone else did on this earth.
1: What coffee shop is open? Is that from the gas station? Or yeah, it's right? just
0: from the gas station. Okay, like no one's there, so I just go in, get my lead, go out. That's it. Peace Good. cake. I'll Back in five minutes. <laughs> Need that diesel. <laughs> so, what else you been doing? For uh, let's talk. Let's talk some uh, some quarantine. Some stupid coronavirus. Fuck yeah, this virus, dude.
1: It's been, uh, I'm sure it's been interesting for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, it actually hasn't been too much of an environmental shift for me because I work from home a lot anyway, but okay. it's, just, it's just more work because, yeah. uh, uh, because I work in a marketing role. We've had to put out a lot of external communications for our residents, clients, vendors to let them know how we're dealing with things. And then we're also sending out internal messages to our current residents to let them know like, Hey, like what we're closing, like what our policies are. And it's weird being in this time because everything is just literally changing by the hour. Mm -hmm. Not, not as much now, but like last week, it just seemed like everything was changing every hour with what was closed, what was open, how we're treating it. um, Just how we're dealing with it. So yeah, it's been, for me, it's just been a lot more of that stuff. Like I, a lot of the projects I was working on, I haven't really been able to work on lately because mm. I feel like 50 to 75% of my time has been dedicated strictly to like stuff related to coronavirus. Got um, it.
0: So you guys are in apartment complexes. Um, so like what are probably the biggest disruptors? Like, Are your front desk people still working those things? Can people still go like, get any maintenance work if something goes out? Like, how, how do you guys do that? Rent and all that. What's kind of yeah. changed with that stuff?
1: Yeah, so as you can imagine, this has definitely impacted uh our industry a lot, multifamily housing, apartments for people who didn't know. Um, so ri- as of right now, we are still operate like we're deemed an essential business. So we our hours are not changing, but our clubhouses, our offices, we're operating by appointment only. So we okay. have, so the doors are locked. We 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 can't have like incoming traffic just randomly because a lot of times people will just keep on influxing and coming in and our people will be meeting with people and you just don't want that many people in there at one time. So we are still meeting with people, but you can't come into our offices unless you have an appointment. So okay. we're booking appointments online um, for maintenance requests. Like it's just a much more of an elongated process because we always need to confirm before we enter an apartment for maintenance checks that no one's sick in there. Sure. We don't want to protect our maintenance guys. And yeah. And just how it's impacted our industry as a whole from like like overall standpoint. I mean, because people aren't working as much right now, because people are getting laid off, because people, uh, their checks aren't coming in consistently because they're working really telling them, hey, you're not working for a month. People, a lot of people, more than you think, live paycheck to paycheck when it comes to paying their rent. Like, it's, it's just, it's budgeted in to their regular course of work and their income. So we have a lot of people that can't pay either on time or if at all. Um, So we've had to really restructure the way we have our, our, our rent payments. Like, I mean, I think we're in the development of like a rent deferral payment program. Okay. Um, But yeah, it's caused a lot of headaches, not, I mean, not headaches, but just like a lot of pivoting, a lot of, a lot of stress. And um, yeah, but it's, we our company's ready for something like this. We have a lot of dedicated people who are positive. And we have a great leadership team that can that can That's give good. good guidance. Yeah, it's it's been interesting. I've I mean, from my role, marketing role, we've had to do a lot more online marketing campaigns, like with, whether it's Facebook advertising, whether it's it's Google Words, whether it's uh, optimizing our websites for people to just come on and take virtual tours on there. We've been doing FaceTime virtual tours where people can just tour an apartment from their home like one of our they facetime our office they walk through the apartment and we were never doing this before coronavirus so it's just right. interesting like once all this ends we're going to still continue to do the facetime tours because we can't it's not like we can go back to what we were doing like some people like to see apartments in person but yeah yes yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's caused a new uh way of marketing in our industry now because we're going to be doing virtual tours because of what's happened now it's interesting yeah.
0: It's good though. Cause that will, I mean, to your point, yeah, people will still do like walkthroughs and things like I personally, if I'm going to live somewhere, I want to walk through it because some virtual right. tours, like I've lived in a handful of spots and I did some virtual tours before checking it out in person, complete <laughs> opposites, like one eighty right. of what was shown to me virtually looked really sweet. Get there in person. It's a shithole. And it's like, right. man, you guys are good on your virtual tours. I'm glad I don't bank on that. So, but from my understanding, you guys have, have nice places and things like they're they're well kept, well maintained. Yeah. Uh, but it's yeah, it's like what's that?
1: Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: I, I was going to say that's a, an, an interesting way to where you can reach a lot more people at one time rather than mm-hmm. trying to schedule okay, we need to fill up our appointment book of walkthroughs, of physical walkthroughs. Now you can use your Facebook ads and send out those virtual tours. You know, maybe on those one-click ads on Facebook, you can have, oh, it's already playing as they're scrolling. The virtual tour is already going. And they're like, oh, wait, something's moving. What is that? That's going to capture an eye, right? And now you can reach thousands more people rather than one couple or group in a given hour.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So, yeah. I, I think that's cool pivot, yeah. And and if it works, yeah, keep it on. So
1: Yeah, and I love what you said about, like, actually seeing the apartment instead of doing the virtual tour because I'm glad that when all this is over, like, people make the – like, when people just tour an apartment via FaceTime, like, you see what the apartment is. So, like, when you're there, person, you actually experience, like, what it makes you feel. Mm-hmm. And, like, people – People make buying decisions based on what make what how things make them feel, not things what they are. So sure. I like that is going to be always in the deciding factor of how it makes you feel when you're there in person. Um, so I'm glad that it's not all going to be virtual tour, but uh, yeah, it's just interesting. So yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And and I hope that people will want to bounce back, whether it's your industry or restaurants and things like that, when we're able to. But yeah. I think restaurants are probably going to see like 75% of the year gone Uh, Mm -hmm. because even when say it is middle of May when we're like, okay, let's go back to our restaurants. Let's, let's do our things again. Go to your yoga class, go to, go to the gym. Um, I think people will still be hesitant. There's going to be a lot of people that are still going to be hesitant. And so that's still gonna hurt business. I think, uh, probably close to at least end of third quarter, I think.
1: Yeah. Well, if, if you're a small business restaurant that does not have an online marketing presence or a social media marketing plan or a way of integrating a delivery system with that, I mean, you're going to lose this year or you're going to be out of business by the end of this year.
0: Yeah. Or that. Yeah. Or the extreme, you're totally done.
1: Right in the next month. Like, it's going to be, I mean, it's obviously a necessity for people to be able to deliver. Or else, you can't have any food at all. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's interesting, just like really studying which businesses are on top of it and like yeah. which have a good system in place. So, yeah. I actually uh, Seasons Fifty Two over near Keystone, mm-hmm. they're kind of a higher end steak place, a little more expensive. Uh, yeah, they reached out to our company to see if we can promote uh, their discounted menu to our Apartment complexes. So mm. it, seeing seeing like restaurants like that that are kind of just like on it and like know like where people's attentions are right now and being able to like I mean it's just interesting watching business pivot in this time and obviously we've been asking that that question in our interviews um, but yeah so
0: yeah and, and we've had some some interesting pivots with with the people that we talked to we had two chefs on recently and uh, one had like. She was Chef Jen. She was going to, without giving away too much of the episode, but they were going to work on deliveries months from now. And she's like, we had to do it now. And so we're going to see if it works now rather than see if it works later. And if it still works, we'll do it later. If it doesn't, we won't. Uh, but I like that restaurants are offering discounted menus, especially something nice like Seasons 52. To where if people are still working, still getting paid regularly from home, they can still support local business. That business probably did the math, I would hope, where, okay, this is what we can cut it to. Our margin is a lot smaller, but we cover all our overhead. We cover the bills. We cover paychecks. And yep. if, if the owner or owners has to take a little bit of cut, but they can still live and float for the next few months doing this, awesome. So yeah, I, I would imagine if, if you're running a business, you do those numbers and can do that. Uh, but yeah, then people can get awesome food at a discount. Like it's not bar food. It's, it's season 52. It's nice stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like I would smoke them if you got them.
1: Yeah. Like if you can get at a discount price, and why not? Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. I've, so what have
1: you been doing at home?
0: Oh, man. So – yeah, I am. I am full quarantine. So I was in, as you know, chiropractic. Uh, but for listeners who don't know, I did rehab um, and nutrition in chiropractic care. And we were deemed an essential business uh, because our services can help relieve certain sicknesses and things like that. Uh, there's correlation with, uh, you know, if there's congestion or cough. So like one of the big things when if we treat infants like doing an adjustment on an infant child can help uh, relieve or prevent the the cough that most babies get when they're newborn um, ear infections, things like that. So doing adjustments can help relieve that, but then it can help, you know, adults and, and teens and things like that too. But, you know, there's not enough coming into where now I'm kind of homebound and that's not a, a job from home. So now it's, me figuring out my, my open doors. Okay, that's, that is what it is. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I can't control that anymore. So now it's a lot of me doing coaching. I'm v- I'm much more present on my social media because now it's like I have to take advantage. I can't just sit on my hands. Uh, I need to keep getting paid, but it's not a, a desperation thing. I think it might have been the nudge of, hey, you say you're this good. Now it's time to really do it. Because I had, I had my, my normal job as kind of, I don't want to call it a fallback, but it was a safety net uh, to a degree to where now, you know, you hear a bunch of people like, oh, I had nothing back was against the wall. I had all this debt, blah, 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 blah. And that's when I made my business happen. Maybe not as extreme as some, but a similar situation to where it's like, okay. Like I had a coaching call um, in the middle of last week. I'm going to have another one today and for, for new clients. And so it's like, okay, people are seeing that. I I don't just read things off the internet and regurgitate that. That's, that's garbage. Um, I actually have different application and know what I'm doing and saying. Um, so doing a lot of coaching stuff, doing a lot with the podcast, uh, that hasn't really gone down too much. So I'm just doing more. Um, and then I feel like I cook twice as much as I used to uh because i'm home Mm -hmm. so so i don't need to plan out as far ahead i can cook fresh that night cook fresh the next night so i can do that but yeah figuring out ways to to work the business differently so it's like what openings do i have due to all the closures because now there is Mm -hmm. opportunity there's lots of opportunities so it's me trying to now i'm in figure it out mode so Mm -hmm. don't get don't get paid to sulk So, and our friend Christoph Lewis, he's been posting a lot like, Hey, you know, there's opportunities. You can go to this side or this side. So I might try to get a paid, uh, writing gig, uh, tried to go down some other channels that are not doing blogs or writing anymore. So again, another closure, find another opening. Just got to keep navigating the waters and, and see where, see where we end up. So I did have a networking meeting with uh some people one she's a gym owner crossfit gym owner and there's a few of us that are thinking about trying to get some space together where we can offer you know one is can be some chiropractic care i can do rehab nutrition we have a gym there so we might see if we can integrate a few things to where okay how can we tie it all together where we're on the same mission we want to help people the special sauce but we're also here to have a business and make money and so we've been talking about that too and so now it's 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 making the moves it's just making the moves and see what what we can get into because it's you know things won't happen if we sit still the rest of the world is sitting Mm -hmm. still so that's when it's time for me to move because no one else is doing anything you know people that are that are moving and shaking they're movers and shakers so it's Mm -hmm. You know, not that I'm trying to capitalize because of coronavirus. You know, I'm not putting out some bullshit 499 immune booster guide, you know, that I've seen. And I'm like, you're garbage. Like now you put out something immune boosting. No, eat your fruits, your veggies, your antioxidants. You'll boost your immune system. Cold showers, all that good stuff. So
1: yeah. Cold showers.
0: Yeah, cold showers. So, and I like doing a succession of heat then cold. So what I'll do... Um, I'm a little just nasally, just like stuffy nose, like no cough or any of that. So no one freak out, but I'll steam the shower real hot. So helps open the pores and I'll try to get a little sweat going. And then, you know, I'll wash your, your hair, your body, do all that in the warm, and then do like one to three minutes of cold to finish it off. And, and that'll kind of help. So it's like sauna into the pool. You know, you see people do that a lot. They go from the sauna to the pool, sauna to the pool, and they do that heat. Uh, hot cold therapy so that's very beneficial so that's what I would recommend to people as well so you know pulling out all the stops I have a diffuser going right now it's got some eucalyptus and some lemongrass so oh boy yeah I did did my body flow this morning had had, you know they were in New Zealand so I was doing body flow in New Zealand had my diffuser oh we were on it this morning getting after it so yeah it's uh
1: (laughs) You talk about it feels like a sauna. It makes me miss the sauna.
0: Dude, I, I, I that's one of my favorite things. Big yeah. sauna guy. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it, it is what it is. It sucks, but.
1: Yeah. My friend Austin is building a sauna right now.
0: That's awesome. He's, that's a goal for my, when I yeah. have, when I have a house, sauna in the house. Yeah.
1: Well, he's building, he's actually building it himself. Like, he's, he's actually a listener of the show, Austin Reynolds. He, uh, Thanks, awesome. He like, like he's like into like woodworking. Yeah, he's like into like woodworking, interior cool. stuff like that. So he loves like doing stuff with his hands. And I think he's building like a wood, like a wooden one, obviously like with wood. Yeah. And, like yeah. I have to, I'm actually gonna reach out to him and see how it is. He posted a video, so I was like, just, that's super cool. But yeah, that's really cool. But yeah, uh, yeah. I've, you talk about writing. I've been doing a lot of writing during this quarantine as well. Yep. Um, just picking up some extra work for the clients that we serve for the freelance writing that I'm doing. So I've been picking up a lot of extra assignments there just to make some more money on that end of it. Uh, but I've also been rewriting my admission statement. I wrote okay. like a personal mission <coughs> statement in college when I was like a junior senior. Um, okay. but I've actually, I've had a lot more time to just like journal, um, about just like internal things I've been going with and like how I want to be a better professional. And, um, how I want to develop my role, like what things I want to learn in my role right now. And then the mission statement is what I've also been working on. So that's been a blessing. out was quarantine, just be able to take time to do stuff I wasn't able to do before. And yeah, it's been good.
0: Good deal. Yeah. I've, uh, I've upped my reading a lot. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, since my vacation in Colorado, I've really upped my reading. Finally finished. i Marcus on the plane there and back it's done. <laughs> It's on the shelf. It's done.
1: Let's get this guy a plaque. Come on.
0: Oh <laughs> <Tell> me. <laughs> Commissioner. Oh me. Uh, but then I since watch then.
1: That. I want to watch that movie now. Dude, it's Gotta on Netflix.
0: That. It's on Netflix. Netflix has upped their game mm-hmm. within the last few weeks. And I think partially because they know they're getting beat by uh, Hulu, Hulu, um, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, because everyone is taking back what is rightfully theirs via rights. So Netflix has to put better stuff on there because it's really started to suck.
1: Yeah, well, you, uh, well, you know Disney's going to be going hard on their Disney Plus right now Now because they're losing revenue on their parks that are closing down. They're going to try yeah. to really up their game. Here yeah, on their and, and,
0: services. and streaming services are putting movies – on their streaming that are still in theaters because we can't go to movie theaters. So they're yeah. starting to put th- that stuff on, which is really smart. But yeah, Netflix, they have like Shawshank Redemption, they have Goodfellas, they have Space Jam. It's like, why don't you have this stuff all the time? And, I watched Space
1: Jam last week. <laughs> yeah,
0: definitely from quarantine, but I think they realize that they're getting pushed out a little bit. Like they're. They used to be number one. They were top dog for a really long time, and it's they've kind of dropped a little bit. So, uh, yeah, they they've really up to their game. But, yeah, I've been reading, uh, and I've actually already finished another book. So my goal now is a book a month. And okay. I'm going to be selective, more selective on what I'm reading because – so I finished this one. It's uh, by uh, – I don't know if you say it, Ellie or L. Uh, E-L-L-E, her first name, Luna. And it's called The Crossroads of Should and Must. And okay. you could read it in a single like, hour-long sitting. It's very fast. It's a book based on a blog that was written on Medium. And it went so viral that they created a book. So some pages are like, uh, on both pages, it's like a saying or something. So it's not, yeah. rarely do you have a full page of reading. So it's very fast. There's, there's pictures with it. There's small excerpts and it talks about, you know, your shoulds and your must. So if you're living on your should, it's, it's what everyone else thinks you should be doing. You know, you should go to college for four years. You should get this and this degree. Then you should get a good job with good benefits. Then you should get a family. Then you should work till you retire. Then you should retire. Right. But then it's like your must, like, what really lights your fire what are you truly excited about uh and where it talks about what you do is who you are so um you know i i I like to coach i like nutrition i like health and wellness and fitness and and learning mechanics of the body and rehab so what i do is who i am so that's you want to if if you're a lawyer that's kind of like who you become but if it's like oh man I don't like the lawyer stuff gets me by but I want to paint or I really want to you know what it is play play soccer or have a radio show like that's really who you are so it talks about you know finding the ways to create that and the four um stoppers that it went through were money time space and vulnerability so your money can you make enough doing what you really want to do can you make enough painting so the author of this book she was a painter and it talked about okay if you have your day job that pays the bills you need money to survive okay Uh but where's all the time that you're losing what time is being wasted like you know is there 20 minutes while something is in the oven work on your thing is there 10 minutes while you know, your spouse is in the shower or something, work on it then. Do you have an hour of TV time that you do before bed? You know, cut that to half an hour, work on your thing for 30 minutes. So, uh, and that kind of fuels in the time too. But with the money, it, it talks about slowly creating the money aspect. So, when you're part time doing your thing, what can you do to generate a little bit of income? Maybe you give things away for free at first if you're doing artwork, maybe you start to sell smaller pieces and just start small, like a hundred dollar piece, a $200 piece. And then eventually like, Oh, I can really create something out of this. Then you can replace that. Uh, but then space, you know, people like, Oh, I don't have an office to go to. I don't have a studio to record in. you know, create your space. So she put tape across her room, like her living room. One half was for like relaxation. The other half had a little desk and that was where she worked. So you need your space of, of working Um, and then the vulnerability probably one of the biggest things the fear of doing it right you know we don't want to put the camera around on ourselves on social media we don't want to show people what we love to do out of fear of them hating it fuck those people like they can hit the unfollow button like no one's got a gun or their head but that's a hard place to get to but once you're there it's pretty liberating Mm -hmm. um as i've kind of personally learned with coaching in the podcast like like if someone doesn't like it, I see what things people start to watch less of as as I go through. It's not just entertainment all the time. So they don't like it as much. Fine. I won't attract everybody. Uh, but so I talked about those were like the four stoppers, uh, the money, time, space, and vulnerability. And it was good. Uh, one of the biggest things it she mentioned, when you do your sh- uh, your must, you become a truer version of you so you become a better version of you and doing that can help other people be better versions of them so like they see that it's like that's not that you're trying to be a quote-unquote influencer or or always inspire always inspire but it is inspiring to see it's like okay that person doesn't care and they're doing what they want like live on your terms yeah so i i really liked that one that was quick so i started four-hour work week by Tim Ferriss. Mm. Haven't read that before. And I said earlier that I want to be more selective with what I'm going to read. This book is addicting. Like, it's, I'm excited when I wake up to read again. I'm excited before bed so I can read it again. And it's, it's very useful. And it talks about, you know, so far, biggest thing like lack of time is lack of priorities. So someone's like, oh, I don't have time. I don't have time. Oh, I ran out of time. No, you didn't. You allocated time to what you wanted to, which is fine. But don't say it's, there's no time because there's plenty of time. And especially mm-hmm. now too, right? So you know, lack of time is lack of priorities. It's all a priority thing. We've talked about this plenty of times where you have the time. It's, it's what are you doing with it? Are you watching something? Are you just doing something else? It, do you really not care as much about that thing? Like, are you kind of fooling yourself into think like, oh, I really, I really like doing that. I really want to push that. But then you're not pushing the envelope with that. So do you really care as much or is it a few notches lower on the priority list? Um,
1: Yeah. And going, going off that, like like I said at the end there, it's all about meaningful work. Like the priorities, I mean, when you actually start grinding on that, on your thing, and make that thing a priority. You can't make that thing a priority unless you actually enjoy doing that thing. Right. And, and I, I mean, I love what you said, like you should always be doing something that with your skills and your unique set of abilities to convert that into happiness for the final user, the person mm-hmm. that you're doing that to. So.
0: Yeah. And, and it's like, do I kind of like this thing or do I really love this thing? Like what's really at the top of your priority list and, yeah. and be honest with that. So, Uh, he, he talks about, you know, the four hour work week where he's like, okay, you can be efficient with less time. So if we have an eight hour day, sometimes a lot of that is wasted time, wasted space. It's not productive. It's busy. Busy does not always mean it's productive. And so he talks about being productive with what you're doing. Maybe you are really good in three hours. So he talks about setting short, quick deadlines uh, a lot of people are better under some pressure rather than having a week to write a paper better. If they have like a day mm-hmm. I- I'm that way where it's like, I'll crank it out in a night rather than over the course of two weeks. If you give me two weeks, I'm probably going to fuck off for a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he was like, look for an employee trying to create a four hour work week, you know, your your priorities are working to be really good at what you're doing so you can free up your, Work environment, aka work from home, and still make more money. So get your raises, get your promotions, but work at home. Then you can work maybe four hours out of an eight-hour workday and do what you really want to do the other four hours. Or you can spend 10 more hours doing that. So, And I was like, that is pure genius. So if, if, you, have the, if you can create the leverage as an employee to say, hey, this is what I'm doing. I'm not as efficient here. Like finagle a way to work at home, like get your boss to allow you to work at home. Even if it starts at a day a week or two days a week, exactly. So can you do your whole work day in three or four hours? And okay. then, then you're free to do what you really want to do the rest of the day. Uh, and you're still getting your shit done. And then he talked for an entrepreneur. It, it was that, you know, more time is more wasted time. So kind of what I just went through, but, you know, if you have too much time, you'll waste too much time. So you're not as productive. You know, do you crank out two hours? Take a break if you need to. Crank out another two hours. Make sure it's, like you said, on purpose. It's deliberate. Uh, and then take a break. Or or if you're like, hey, I'm on a roll, keep going. But make sure it stays productive, not just busy. Yep. Plus, I hate busy work. It's a pain. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been been up in my reading game quite a bit. Good. Yeah. I need to take all my notes. I've been highlighting, but it's just I want to keep reading. I don't want to stop and do my notes yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think I haven't been doing as much reading, but I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos. like I Okay. Videos and – that's how I've been learning because I take notes on all the YouTube videos I watch too. And I've been taking okay. notes on, I've been taking on notes on all the movies I've been watching too.
0: What, and, what kind of YouTube videos?
1: Um, so marketing videos, like mm. I've been watching a dude named Wes McDowell who's like a digital online marketing kind of guru person. And he's, he gives like videos about marketing strategies for 2020, whether it's Facebook advertising, whether it's optimizing your website for search engine optimization, different stuff to like grow your business. And I've been kind of implementing some of these tools into my into my work. Cause with with my job right now, it's it, I'm so thankful for it because it allows me to like experiment with stuff I'm learning in these YouTube videos. Like the yeah. Facebook advertising. Like I wish when we were talking to Chef Jen, I wish I would have given her more advice when she asked for uh, Facebook advertising. Because uh-huh. I told her, try different things with your advertising, try different um uh demographics or try different search criteria for your people but it's really i I think it's it's less that it's more of try different captions try different Mm. uh ad copy that you type in there um so that's the biggest thing and eventually talk about that with with uh, later on the show but like that's how people buy is like what how things make them feel so you could target shooter or
0: dm Shoot her yeah. DM. She'll really appreciate that. You could listen to
1: this this episode. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll message her. But yeah, no, it, it's been good. I've been watching videos about that. And, um, I've been I've been watching more Gary Vee too because okay. a lot of what he talks about I could be implementing into my business that I work for right now. So yeah, I've been,
0: I've been, I've, yeah, I've been watching a little more of his recently, uh, just because he's giving some good advice with the current environment and market. Mm-hmm. Um. Overall, I don't watch a whole lot just because, like, when I watch, I'm not doing. And mm-hmm. so it's like, I want to keep working on stuff. So, but I will watch. Um, he's had some good lives with people. Uh, he's doing that cool live with like one on one lives with, with just, you know, people around the country or world, whatever, and helping them. And yeah, I've heard some good advice there too. I need to go yeah. back and, and cruise through some Grant Cardone because he's talked some good money talk. And so I want to go back through to some of his stuff and uh, see what he's got to add to.
1: Yeah. Cause uh, I'm right there with you. I hate like reading through a book or watching all these things, but not doing anything about it. So I'll like be watching a video and I'll be like five minutes in and I'll need to like, stop and just go start working on this. I've yeah. Done, I've done that. a few times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So or it,
0: it's, it's funny when someone's like, Oh, have you, have you heard of so-and-so? And like, no Hey, have you watched this this video like went viral like no haven't seen that either uh and it's like oh dude how do you not know who this person is like i remember i was probably i don't know six months ago or so and someone was talking about like logan paul and i'm like who's logan paul like i had no idea no idea and it's just because like i consume so much less like when I was doing a desk job that I, that I hated, you know, I was listening to four or five, six podcasts a day. I was up to date on all Pat McAfee, everything mind pumped. Like I was so in the loop and now it's like, it's good that I'm not in the loop because I'm just, I'm staying productive. Uh, but that, that's something I've noticed where it's, I don't know as much of what everyone else is doing. And I saw a video this morning, Gary V talking about just that, where he's like, dude, I don't know it all the other, competitors of Vader Media are doing. I have no idea what they're doing. He goes, I'm doing my thing. He goes, I don't know what the gurus are doing or this and that. He goes, but it doesn't matter. I'm doing my thing and they're doing their thing. And th- that's just how, how it's going. So which I really liked and resonated with. So um not that I was concerned about not knowing certain things about what other people are doing. Like I will watch certain coaches and how they market, the content they put out and growth like I watch Christoph Lewis's growth and what he does and how much his audience has grown over time. So I will watch certain people, but overall I try to consume very little. Mm-hmm. But it's like if you're in my space, I want to see what you're doing and why it's working or what's not. So that's mm-hmm. kind of I'm testing my own social media too. What are, what are people gravitating towards? What are people not? People still like, you know, I've noticed there's better growth when there's a picture of me. Pretty young me.
1: Uh, I need a a
0: haircut, dude. This is unruly. So if anyone listening knows how to use clippers and skizzers, let a brother know.
1: Did I tell you what what my roommate Patrick did? No. He ordered a do your own haircut kit off Amazon.
0: Is it like the mirror that you put on the door and it like opens up like four or five mirrors?
1: no it's it's just like a, a kid to cut hair he just does oh. it in the mirror he just does it in the regular mirror but he cuts his own hair <laughs>
0: what look pretty good yeah. still what look pretty good still
1: yeah yeah he's he's a cute kid so <laughs> <laughs> he's a cute kid Patrick's cute yeah no, respect man I mean if you if you find a formula where you don't have to go pay someone 20 to 30 dollars to do it every uh every month or a couple months however often you do it I mean that's all you
0: Yeah, I just – I don't think I would do it justice. But now I'm like, okay, maybe i let it go a little longer, see if I want to change up styles, see if I want to do something different because I'm a pretty boy about my hair. Um, Yeah, self-proclaimed. I'll admit it. Well, it looks pretty shitty
1: right now. Yeah,
0: I know, right? (laughs) So I'm not talking to any girls. Doesn't look good. Um, But no, because I usually only trust the people that are covered in tattoos to cut my hair, but – I'll take what I can get right now. But I yeah. might be like, oh, maybe it's time for a style change. I don't yeah. know. Maybe I'll just go long hair like sunshine and just go.
1: Sunshine! <laughs> oh, sad! Sunshine! That's,
0: sunshine. Is, that on Netflix? is
1: that movie on Netflix?
0: No, that's too cool for Netflix.
1: Ah, it's probably somewhere, though.
0: I mean, you can. You oh, know, Connie, find-
1: man, you, you, you gotta watch uh, Parasite. I mean, plug, I've taken a, a lot of notes on that movie I want to discuss on the show. It is $4.99 on Amazon Prime. So, I mean, it's, it's like okay. if you're going to the movie. It's like if you're yeah. going to the movie. You're watching yeah. stuff like a third of the yeah. price. Jimmy said it's
0: interesting. I tried to ask him what it's about. He goes, ugh, you just got to watch it.
1: Yeah. Well, I think the, the over. – I'm not going to get too deep in it, but the overlying theme is class distinctions, like the rich versus the poor. Um, interesting. It, it's a lesson of how the rich took advantage of the poor, and it came back to bite them in the ass. So, so is it, does it? Does it get
0: like kind of political?
1: Political in what way?
0: Like, like does it? Does it hate on the rich, or or is it objective no. of like?
1: It doesn't. It doesn't hate. It doesn't. Hate okay, on them. okay. 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 It just it, it it's a lesson of how persuasion and conning can trick the rich got it but it doesn't like shit on the rich or anything
0: got it Did got you? it and i know there are shitty rich people but i'm also a proponent of hey if you earned it you earned it man yeah. don't get shamed for earning your keep
1: but uh the psychology of persuasion by dr robert cialdini that book i read yeah the the, the seven <laughs> habit, the seven methods of influence and persuasion it is it's it's reaped through that movie and it's it's really cool to like just watch that and see it like
0: reaped watch, watch, watch. word of the day is reaped
1: I don't even know if I used that right but it's hey, it sounded it's, good saturated, it's saturated throughout the entire movie there we go
0: we, we make up words on this show we make up right. use of different words on this show saturated right. ain't bad but I like reaped
1: Reapsonianson. reapsonians
0: reaperson uh alright you got anything I'm gonna, else I'm gonna,
1: for, I'm gonna I'm gonna pee real quick
0: oh some things never change <laughs> Tim always pees, always interrupts our show, our recording. I can drink a whole coffee and not pee. I don't have the bladder of a four-year-old. But now it's just me talking to myself, so I might be crazy. He's usually quick about it, but the frequency is, it's uncanny. Second to none. I don't know how he hasn't done this during some of our long interviews. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just talking to our audience about your your peeing frequency.
1: Well, I, I, I told you what I've been doing.
0: <clears throat> I've been
1: drinking every single mo- like. My morning routine, at some point in the a.m., I drink a, a bottle of emergency vitamin C packet. Yeah. And then I also drink uh, tea, herbal tea. Yeah. I'm halfway through this bad bitch. I haven't gotten up one time. Good for you. Come here, Thank chef. you.
0: Thank you. I made fun of your bladder while you were away, too.
1: Thanks. It'd, appreciate it'd
0: that. Nice nice little clip. Yeah. I think I referenced it uh, to that of a four-year-old.
1: Good looks. Good looks. <laughs> Uh, hey, I'm drinking a lot, that's all that matters. You oh, that's
0: drink. good. That's good. Hydration is key. Need yep. need good fluids. And uh especially now, um warm fluids uh is very essential right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, your your teas, uh, you know, coffee in the morning is kosher, big proponent of that. Um when I was at work, if I didn't have tea on me, sometimes I would just get a little hot water and, and sip on that like every five, ten minutes or so. Uh just cause From my understanding, what I've heard and what I've talked about with my mom as well um, is the coronavirus is not a fan of heat. So uh, yeah, getting good fluids uh, through the system, but also warm fluids. Gargling at night with salt water, salt water before bed uh, is good for a throat too. So if someone's got like a sore throat, even on like a non-coronavirus day, gargling with salt water is good for a sore throat as well. Um, so I've been doing that a little more regularly, just kind of keeping everything in check. Still just a little nasally, but I think I might have had some dairy in my diet a week or two ago. So plus change in temp when we go from like 30 to 50, 40, like today it's like 70, that really messes with my my sinuses. Like I don't get when things bloom, I don't get that kind of allergies, but it's it's temperature for me. Like it really when we do this with temp, it 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 messes with me. Mm but on that I feel pretty good I said good body flow good home workouts Our our boy uh a boy nine one money money tsunami uh, great artist he gave me a shout on uh, uh, Instagram the other day he's like yo dude very helpful content I'm like thanks man appreciate that
1: I uh I like that whenever you post your meals, you put the, uh, the macro counts.
0: Ah, good. I,
1: I really wish the uh, – I know, I know every food, and more and more restaurants are showing, like, how much, like, more nutrition facts. But I wish you could just look at every food, and it will just tell you those three things right there. Mm,
0: mm.
1: Yeah, I, I, bet, I bet in the future you'll be able to – or and a touchscreen will show you what everything,
0: probably, but yeah, no, I like to add that uh, and also to show like um, I'm practicing what I'm preaching, right, so you know, I say you should track and get a good understanding of truly your your quantity, like your quality matters, but uh, getting a true understanding of how much because people are are all over the spectrum, they might think they're eating, oh yeah, I'm in a bulk phase, I'm eating a ton. I've seen the opposite. And then I've seen where people think they're not eating that much where they're like, oh no, like I don't eat that much throughout the day. But then if you track for a few days, it's like, oh dang, like, you know, that two glasses of wine, that's an extra two to 300 calories. There's no nutrients with that. So it's just like, that's garbage calories. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then, but that still adds up. So, you know, I like to add that. So people, and I do the total calories of each meal too um, to show like, Hey, if you can only eat a few times a day, you can make a thousand plus calorie meal pretty easily and you won't feel overly full or, you know, smoothies and shakes. You can, you can make a seven, 800 calorie smoothie in a, a normal shaker bottle. You know, it's like 20 mm-hmm. to 22 ounces and, and not feel super full or bloated but you are sustained for hours. That's what I would do at work. You know, I'm with patients nonstop. And so sometimes it's three, four hours before I can eat after that. So, you know, I'll throw in some extra fats in that smoothie, some extra nut butter, maybe half an avocado, some nuts, get some fats in there to help stick. That will carry me over. Um, But if you're someone who can, you have the time to eat a lot throughout the day, then maybe a little less fat. If you're trying to eat a lot, little higher carbs, uh, with your protein, then that won't stick with you as long, but that's on purpose because then you want to be hungry again. You know, some people talk about, oh, you got to force feed, got a force feed. Eh, I don't, I don't necessarily always believe in that. You know, sometimes you do have to get the calories in or look, make it up the next day or throw another shake in there if that's easier. But Uh, you know, you can, you strategize, you, you apply foods differently. So I like to show people like, Hey, I'm tracking, I'm, I'm practicing what I'm preaching here. You know, we, we lost a lot with the gym. So now it's just maintenance mode, but you know, people can still burn good calories doing body weight and hit because they're probably not doing that on a normal basis. And you don't really burn that many calories weightlifting. So, you know, adding some different intensity, some body weights and burpees some you know stuff like that you might see a different type of compositional change so just trying to provide value home workouts i know everyone's kind of doing them but you know i showed one the other day a laundry basket and a backpack it's the only equipment i used so pull out all the stops
1: backpack. backpack's a good idea because yeah. i got the i've got the chest workout down i got I need to learn. I need to build in more shoulder exercises. I've been doing like kind of downward dog style push-ups that, yeah. that push my shoulders, but I'm trying to find objects that I can lift over my head. And I think backpack's a good thing to start, like put some, put some shit in it and make it. Yeah.
0: Better. That or a, a duffel bag. If you have a duffel bag or a suitcase. Yeah. Uh, you can do that. You can, you can do various types of presses with that. Um, I'm trying to see what else you kind of have around your room. Uh, if you take your backpack and and load it properly uh, and just do hold, hold one arm up and just hold it, you know, or or walk around and holding that, it also works good scap and shoulder stability uh, and, and core stability as well. So your core needs to be the one that's driving better shoulder stability and just take like the top handle of your bag or whatever, and just hold it above your head and do like, 15, 20 second holds or walk down and back across your your bedroom, then do the other arm. Same thing, just hold it, stabilize that shoulder, and you'll feel it. Then you can do like rever- reverse um shrugs with that too. So if you're holding your weight, you can kind of go up with your shrug while your mm-hmm. shoulder's already above your head. So you can do a rever- reverse shrug, work that mid-trap, lower trap a little better too. So Uh, Yeah, it's just kind of pulling out all the stops, you know, isometric holds, rest pauses, more time under tension, very, very slow squats, even body weight, like, you know, five to eight seconds down and up. It's going to suck. But you'll feel it. So, yeah, it's uh, that's I'm trying to just show people like, hey, I'll show it with resistance bands and weights. But if you don't have these things, you know, find what you have. Everyone's got a laundry basket of some sort, a backpack a duffel bag, a suitcase, something, you know, unplug a lamp, you know, wh- whatever it has to be, gallons of milk, anything, um,
1: you know. It's someone's body over your head.
0: Yeah, look, if you're with your <laughs> significant other, you know, pick that person up. I don't know. If you have if you have, ki- if you have kids,
1: have some fun with them, but also get them shoulder exercise at the same time. Yeah,
0: have them on your back while you're doing push-ups or – you know, have your significant other rest their feet up on your back while you're doing push ups or a plank, or they can like push down on your back as you're pushing up on the push up. So it's just adding very different types of loads. You know, even stuff like a dead bug, a bird dog, you can do a lot of different stabilizing work right now and mobility and flexibility, stuff that's probably ignored, guilty as charged sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, stuff that's ignored. Do those things. And then when you go back to your weight training, you might see positive changes and gains by adding more range of motion through certain, you know, hips, shoulders, and, and you, you can elongate further. You have a better just range to where you can work in and you have a better overall gain. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's uh, like I said, time to get creative.
1: Yep. But uh, Oh, one thing I want to end on uh, yeah. speaking of. Creative, I create a TikTok. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> it's strictly dedicated only to basketball trick shots and golf trick shots. That's all I'm doing on it. Okay. I'm
0: uh, on it. Our boy uh, Blake Herford had a nice uh, chip shot in his living room. So yeah, he's that's already gonna... he's already one up on you. You gotta you gotta catch up to him.
1: Yeah, I only he's have one trick shots. On it. I only have one video on there right now. but
0: So but, yeah, I want to see gonna... some stuff like where you bounce a golf ball off the wall into like a solo cup. I want to see some wild Oh, I've
1: already, I've already started planning some ideas because I have a, a ledge on my, in my apartment, and uh-huh. there's like a lower level. I'm going to do some trick shots that go over the ledge into a cup in the living room. I, I've got it planned out. Okay. I've got it
0: planned out. I'm, I'm not as well-versed in the, uh, the golf as you are, but this just came to mind. If you want to practice like your sand trap shots, Uh, put a cup on a stair, like your stairs that are going up to your room or or wherever, whatever landing and, you know, put it close to the stair and the cup is like four or five stairs higher. So you got to work on popping it up high and then,
1: Oh yeah. I like that.
0: Or if you're down, like, you know, you overshoot the green and you're over the hill and you got to pop it up high, but you don't want it to go far. So you can do that. too. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm excited to see some trick shots. Sh- show the people, yeah. Tim. Let's see what you got. I know you're good at golf. Yeah, I just want to watch things now.
1: I was just I was home last night and I was like, like my whole ch- like my whole childhood was literally playing on like a an indoor practice hoop and mm-hmm. like. I used to play golf in my yard with like a plastic ball. I was like, "Why don't I just do this again now on TikTok?" <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, dude, that'd be so funny if you got the plastic uh, club and little golf ball too, like the plastic version for little kids. You know?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the store and get the plastic balls. That's awesome. That's what that's. I'm not doing real. I'm not gonna do a real ball. I'm not. I'm not risking that. But some of the shots I'm gonna do, if I did with a real ball, I would break a window probably. So I'm mm. gonna do a plastic. Ball. Mm. So yeah, yeah fair enough get the club too.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just the little kid club. I think that'd be hilarious.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, man. You got anything else?
1: Um. Yeah, I just want to end just quick. Uh, COVID nineteen uh, service announcement. Uh, be safe out there. Uh, Don't no, let it snatch you up. You probably get heard out. it. You probably heard it multiple times from many people, but the virus can literally enter your body live there for a little bit and then and you don't even feel like you had any symptoms. Uh, so weren't for the younger people out there, like this is an opportunity for you to really like show kind of the older population, how good and responsible of a generation we are. So do your, do your, do your part to help, whether that's just staying outside, staying inside or staying outside or staying away from people. Um, and like helping people, if they need. like if an old, like if you know an old person out there that, is old and frail and they need groceries, go get groceries for them. I mean, just, this is small like stuff that. like that. Just show that our generation aren't dumb asses and yeah, that's what we got to do be helpful. Use yeah. the use this pandemic as a way to show that we are a value added population that can uh, promote a safer environment. So provide value,
0: be useful to the world.
1: Yeah. So,
0: all right, guys. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. We got a little video on this one, too, now that we're quarantined. So we're doing some Zoom uh, interviews and things. So uh, nice to have a little uh, video with it. But uh, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. I know it's a weird time, so uh, we're getting back to our regular routine and schedule. Uh, if you could, uh, now that you have plenty of time, even though it takes I don't know, what'd you say? 30 seconds, 10 to go on iTunes. Leave a five-star rating and review. Search Off The Dome Radio. Really appreciate it. DM us on Instagram, at Off The Dome Radio. We'll send you a free laptop sticker. Don't even have to pay for shipping. We're not those types of people. And uh, until next time, we'll talk to you guys soon.
1: All right.